right, what's up? What's up, everybody? Yo, Akash is tight, man. Uh, what's fuck up? China, yo. What's up? Akash angry at China. This is not about Corona. Apparently, there's beef on the China-India border. For any new listeners, um, Akash is half Chinese, half Indian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's really torn apart on this one, bro. Yeah, he is torn, torn apart. apart, dog. So, so tell me what you're going through right now as a half Chinese, half Indian so man. Don't do that to me. Don't yo, do that to me, yo. No, so Akash came in I'm here. Pure blood out this bitch. Yo, this is how you know he knows we don't give a fuck about what's happening on the <laughs> India-China border. He didn't even put that on the episode notes. <laughs> he was gonna write it on the top of the notes. He was gonna write it. Here's some interesting stories. Instead, he was like, nah, put in what Patrick Beverly said about the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not doing this to myself. Yo, Mark just came in on Black Lives Matter time. And <laughs> <laughs> I like you support the movement, Mark. Show us solidarity, you, bro. Yeah, Mark out here, show us solidarity. Um, Alex Media. All right, so okay, Akash, break down to the people and try to make it interesting. I just no, I just read about this. Yo, on the message way us at at what point you turn off the podcast as Akash <laughs> describes what's happening at the China India. Akash I'm be interested. I'm no, be interested. You know why I'm tight? You know what side I'm on. You know why I'm tight? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it up, yo. What is that? It's the must there. What are you giving Chinese sounds for? Yeah, that's what I did. I yeah. gave the Chinese sounds. Yeah. Yeah. But you up. did the Indian... You think Chinese people don't do this? They bow, son, like the little this? subservient assholes they are. <laughs> How you think nah, they hit the they fucking fight. symbols, bro? <laughs> it's like, if, here's why Hold I'm on, upset. You think Chinese people don't go go like that? Here's why I'm upset. Because you think I know why they're fighting. They think they You think that. you invented to put your hands together? Hell yeah, yo. Man, come you on, bro. It, That's Chinese people Press being playing us, their yo. How you think they, they bind their feet? They make them put their hands <laughs> and feet together. <laughs> and then they bind That's their shit. That's only the feet, yo. No, real talk. You and, think and Indians? That's Indian. That's some yoga shit. Are Chinese people just They've ripping off everything to Indian? That's probably what this is about. Yo. Oh, shit. Oh my God! They're inappropriate. They about to rip off your land in a little bit, <laughs> dude. You think they about to appropriate your whole country? They're trying, son. Hold on. Okay, okay. Break down. Break down. We're gonna interrupt you every few seconds, no, but try to break know, down what's here's going the thing. on. I don't know why they're fighting. Okay. I just know on the border there were some deaths. Uh huh. And if everybody's not on India's side, I'm gonna be fucking livid. So you expect us to side with India in a war against China? I expect anybody to side with whoever's warring against China. Why? Because Corona. What about it? That's them. They did it. Hell yeah, they did it. Whether intentionally or not, and I'm gonna be honest, I think intentionally <laughs> they did that shit. Fuck them. Yo, you know who you need to send there to the border? That motherfucker from How Can She Slap? Son, <laughs> fuck yo, fuck that. Fuck China. They out. Let's get them out. You think we should get them out? We gotta. There's How gotta are we gonna be get some out? kind of economic sanction or something. I've been saying this before, any this this tension. Mm-hmm. They gotta be. They can't just start a fucking uh, pandemic and then we all act like they didn't. Yo, what? Y'all, y'all, uh-huh. y'all just go ahead and ascend the business for an hour. Now this is actually an interesting bro. thing because because I heard that what, whatever. There's like long term strategies that they have. 
China? Implants. I 100% yeah. believe that. Yeah. Because apparently all them koi fish turn into Chinese soldiers. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, this is true. In all the Hilton hotels, they got them little ponds. Yeah. And they're waiting. And right at the right time, it's going to be a gong. And they all turn into Chinese soldiers. And they've been working on this shit since Ninja Turtles, yo. They've been trying to train these little motherfuckers <laughs> to fight for them. That's what foot soldiers are, yo. It's just fucking <laughs> now, sushi dinners real, pop up. For real, you got to figure out how you're going to take advantage, though. How you guys are going to fight. Because we're going to have your back. Okay? Hey, everybody better. But what are you guys going to use to fight them? Fucking, you stay. Hey. Like, what do Indians have? What's your weapon? Like, what is the Indian weapon? Get out of here. the indian weapon is people yo no but you yeah it's it's people but they also got people you guys need a weapon more people no you don't oh they might come with the bamboo sticks we got more people for sure them bamboo sticks that they would just smack them motherfuckers on the street to go back inside that's your weapon sticks indians need a real weapon bro what is your weapon i don't know what your weapon is y'all can't (laughs) (laughs) you're saying that you're gonna use Oh my God, we need weapons against Chinese people? <laughs> what the fuck are we so talking about? Chinese people got karate. They oh, got get martial the arts. Here, they got smoke bombs. Karate is only effective when black smoke. people learn it. Say again? Karate is only effective when black people learn it. Yo, let black me take people that in. and Bruce Lee. Let me take that in. That is interesting. Yeah, Bruce Leroy will fuck everybody up. Yo, Bruce Lee versus Bruce Leroy? Who do you think got that? <laughs> Bruce Leroy, dog. Ain't even a question. Yo, were there any black guys in Street Fighter? Yeah. The video game? Yeah. Who? Uh, Not Balrog. Balrog. I that don't count because Balrog is in a later version of Street Fighter. Nah, the he's initial? In the, he's in the initial. The black nah, dude. Nah, 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 nah. Who's the black guy in Street are you talking about the Brazilian Blanca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Not that guy. The other black guy. He had the fuck. He looked like Mr. T. Oh, Sagat? No. Come on, son. Hold on. What? Sagat was Thai. Sagat was Thai, dude. What's his name? There were no black guys in Street Fighter? You fucking Sagat. <laughs> yeah, dude. How are there no black guys? There's not like oh, some guy Street who Fighter just... Street Fighter 2, the Jamaican fighter, DJ. See, there was no black that guys in Street, Street Fighter 2. That was like a later Street Fighter 2. Because Street Fighter 2, the first one... Yo, that's nah, Japanese, but these Asians... Think about... Let me see if we could get all these characters. Ryu, Ken, Blanca... Zangief. Zangief. Dalsam. How do you not do Dalsam? Vega. <laughs> Sagat. M. Bison. Um, Chung Lee. Guile. I'm fucking impressed right yeah, now. Yeah, I am impressed. This is. Yeah, so y'all I'm know Googling spells. I know I Street Fighter, you quick. fucking. <laughs> was that beeped who knows <laughs> y'all could guess oh boy no but for real okay did i miss anybody they had no black people in street fighter son i think dj was in the original dj was no, not in the original i don't even know what the fuck dj looks Stupid like bring ass. up dj so we can see you fucking sag it it's real talk <laughs> real talk bro Y'all, there were no black people this in Street Fighter. Right here. E Honda. That's yo. Come on, motherfuckers in a back. No, e Honda's right. E Honda's here. This is you e left Honda. out E Honda. This is though. a black dude. Go back. Go to him. What do you mean? Go to him. Oh, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> fuck you. Go to him. Yo, fuck you him. can't. Mark, you looking this up? Son, this is the black dude. I'm telling you, we had a black dude. You just never fought with him, you racist motherfucker. Hell no. You? No, but you got to nah. fight against him. <laughs> oh. I remember one time I was fighting against this black dude. And that motherfucker was yelling, world star. 
whole time. I was like, chill, bro. Yoga flame. Yoga flame, dogs. Yoga flame. Nah, for real. Can can you bring up a picture of him? Like the whole character? I don't believe that that guy was a character, Al. I don't believe that guy was a character. I think you're making that shit up. Anyway. I'm telling you, he was in the original. Nah. He they wasn't. just upgraded his look, but he was All right. in the original. Sorry, we're, we're interrupting, we're interrupting uh, how India is going to beat China. What the fuck are you guys going to use to fight them? Do you guys have an army? Yeah. Okay, what weapons do you guys have? What are you known for? What is the weapon you're known for? If it's hand-to-hand combat, what is the weapon that you're known for? Motherfucking yoga, dog. So what? You gonna reach yeah. around these guys? You know what I mean? Fucking grab them by the neck, them and do what? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Come on, the weapon is a billion people. They got a billion people too. We got 1.4, and they're old motherfuckers. Are they young people? Are not enough? Because they all got, got the oldest people. Nah, we got the oldest people. But we got mad young people too. They don't got young people because they got one child per family. I don't know about that, bro. Bro, India's the most popular robots, country. It's not even a question. Son, they got they, robots. I really am concerned about India. We need to give y'all a weapon. I, what is say, white people could be our weapon? Y'all have our fucking back for once. We got your back. When have we, we not had your back? Common enemy. Uh, do we? I've always had India's back. <laughs> yeah, but haven't I always defended India? China owns throughout a, the years. <laughs> they, no. own, they own our debt though. Like what? China owns our so debt. So let's go with That's India. What I'm saying, Absolve yo. that shit. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Come on, bro. <laughs> Talking about Al, so yeah. you come up with Yo, a plan you for a the, traitor. <laughs> you come up with a plan for the iPhones and Jordans. Black people are on. Who the fuck it? you think programmed this thing? They just made it. Yeah, I ain't programmed shits. Yeah, you just saying things. Yeah, <laughs> you just saying. Yeah. Things. Wait, India programs <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yo, too foolish Yo, for this. That podcast. shit really bothered Akash. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said Indians couldn't program that really bothered Akash. It's like, what are we doing? Moment. What are we doing at this point? We're just saying things. No, nah, but in all seriousness, I want to support Indians in the best way possible. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a way where we could create a weapon for you guys. Send us your weapons. But I don't even know if you guys know how you to know use our weapon. Real Talk? What is that? They Fuck China. Them. That's our weapon. Fuck China. That's our weapon. What is Everybody that? have our back. <laughs> China out here trying to kill everybody with their fucking pandemic. Okay. Just send us your weapons. White people, you got the best weapons. Give them to us. Yeah, but your most powerful thing is tricking white people into doing your shit. No, we be doing shit and pretending we're you. Outsourcing calls. No, you I'm talking about like... I say my name is fucking Brian. You, you don't need... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But I'm saying you don't need white. If you can get white people to join the fucking Rajneeshi or whatever mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. right? If you can get white people to do yoga, if you can get white people to put the feathers in their heads and shit and to do the bindis, you can get white support for an anti-China war. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. come be our soldiers. Man, I don't know about all that, bro. Y'all might have to deal with that one yourself. <laughs> I, 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 I'm down to support India. Nah, he wants your weapons and you got to fight for him. I'm really oh, concerned. No, give us the weapons. We're good money. There's I'm a- honestly concerned that I don't know how you guys are going to do the fighting. If we don't have support, we're not going to win. Why do you think I'm so passionate about this subject? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. About? It might be a wrap. Yeah, I'm, on, I I'm on his side now because he hasn't said black people need to do anything. So I'm on your side. Yo, are you going to ha- ask black people? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so yeah, we good. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm for are you going to ask black people to stop their fight for civil rights here and then fight against <laughs> no, China? No, <laughs> son. If anything, I'm trying to get more white people to go to India so you can get fucking, you know what I mean? Seize the opportunity. There we go. There we here. go. I'm on board. We ain't asking black people nothing fuck china <laughs> <laughs> who are you comfortable owing is the question <laughs> <laughs>
right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yo, so India, we're with you, bro. Hey, we stand with you, India. We got you, man. If China, you know, talks that shit. We got to do something to China. I really believe this. Mm. Economic sanctions. We all got to go to war, but there got to be economic sanctions. I don't let them listen to this podcast over there. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a line in the sand, bro. Hey, I drew a line in the sand, guys. I, hey, you got to click the boxes. They're like, do you want them to listen to it in China? I said, nope. <laughs> nope. Real talk. Uh, you know they ain't finding this shit on their Google. They're not mm. fucking offensive ass podcast. There's no way they're listening to this in China. Uh uh-uh. uh. But they listen to us in India though. They do listen to us in Bro, India. Shout to India, in man. India, what do y'all call India? What? Oh, what do we call India? What did you just repeat the fucking question I just <laughs> asked? Yeah. You? yeah. I didn't really understand the question, so yeah. I'm not feeling yeah. What do y'all call India? Bharat. Bharat. That was the original name. Okay. All right. What do you say? Like, um, you know, like, uh, God bless America is our slogan. What y'all got? India's in the bud. India's in the bud. Yeah. Say it again. India's in the bud. India's in the bud. I don't think y'all been in the bath at all, bro. I think that's one of the biggest issues with India. Y'all need a fucking bath. Talk about us not showering, gag not sitting here growing fucking dreadlocks. (laughs) He's French. Yeah, bro, come on. I was late. No, he's Canadian, dude. He's gay French. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Can he be more gay than French? Yeah, that makes you gay. Yo, if you go double gay, does it make it straight? Potentially. I'll tell you from experience, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cross the swords and then it comes back. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, dog. So for real, if any of y'all are still listening, bro, <laughs> um, we stand with India. Flagrant 2 is rocking with India in this whole thing. Okay, until yeah. China wipes them out, and then China, you know, we gonna reconcile and do whatever we need. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, we need your support right now, yo. <laughs> we need your support right now, yo. Okay. Come on, yo. India Islamabad. Wait, what is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it? India in the bag, son. India is in the bag. India is in the bag. What is it? Not Indians in the back. What the fuck are y'all talking about? In the bag. How you say it? Zindabad. India Zindabad. Man, I pronounced the pussy out of that. <laughs> I really did, dude. India is in the bud. Oh, it's not that good. Dude. Say it one more time. <laughs> Say it one more time, you hick. <laughs> you fucking farmer. It's your farmer ass accent. Look at all these Indians listening in here right now. What part of the farm is he from? <laughs> yo, son, real talk. Yo, if you're Indian, listen to this podcast. Does Akash not have a Pakistani accent? <laughs> that's fire. I swear to God, I'll walk off this podcast right now. I'll walk off this podcast right now. I'll walk off this podcast right now. Son, I was offended for Crossing that one. Crossing lines, yo. Come on, yo. <laughs> Yo, okay, no, but seriously. That's, that's, that's how you call a brown guy an Uncle Tom, an Indian? You don't <laughs> you call, call him an Uncle pa- Tom? You call him a Pakistani. Really? Uh, probably, yeah. A Pakistan? A Pakistan? Yo, I got a really uh, cool announcement, man. I've been waiting to make this announcement Boy. for a while. Um, we going back on the road, man. We are going back on the road. It's official. TheAndrewSchultz.com for... Uh, for the dates, the cities, the tickets, we're going to continue adding more as they get confirmed. Um, a lot of the shows that we've, uh, you know, we couldn't do obviously because of Corona, we've rescheduled. So a lot of those are popping back up on it. But the first day back that we are out there on the road performing again is going to be in Kansas City, Missouri. Shout out to Missouri, the show me state, is it? 
Son, I don't know. It's the you show me state. Them? Yeah, we will. <laughs> Better not show no Corona. Okay? <laughs> uh, we're going to be there the 26th and 27th at the Kansas City Improv, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, then we got uh, Orlando, Florida. We're rescheduling those dates the 17th to the 19th of uh, July. So that will be there. Then we'll be in Raleigh, um, July 24th and 25th. Then we're going to be in uh, Huntington. Oh, no, no. Actually, we're going to move the Huntington date. Um, little Long Island date we're going to move. But hey, we got plenty more. Syracuse, Albany, New Brunswick. Go check them out. TheAndrewSchultz.com. Uh, we'll have all the dates. And obviously, the stand-up uh, special taping out there in L.A. Uh, is going to be in November 14th and 15th, I believe. So go to TheAndrewSchultz.com. Check out all those tickets. And we got this. All right? Let's get back. Uh, okay. No, for real. Akash, we've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, buddy. Okay? Um, like, I mean, there's been so many amazing things that have happened in mm-hmm. the news. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what's coming. So <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, you don't either. No, I know. Neither do I. But uh, but no, for real, dude. Like, um, what did y'all what did y'all think about? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've tried to have this discussion about the Chappelle A four six thing. It's been very difficult. Um, high stakes because you don't want to criticize it because it seems like you're criticizing the thing that he's supporting right so it's very difficult to detach this from detach the art from the point that he's making because there's not a lot of art in it right it's not if it was stand-up you could criticize the stand-up jokes but it's not stand-up he's just talking about what's happening um right now in our country and he's saying things um and speaking eloquently on it so you don't want to criticize it because it seems like you're criticizing his point of view instead of criticizing the way that he's delivering it. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. That That's why I think it's so harsh. Right. So I think the reaction a lot of people have, and I think we agreed to look at this through two lens lenses. One is our reaction to the piece. And the other is our reaction to people's reaction to the piece. Yes. Right. And, um, it's really difficult because, we're we're jaded in a way because our expectation from Chappelle is so fucking great. Nothing so less than mastery is acceptable. Is acceptable. If you are Nothing. not uh, putting every point forward masterfully, yeah, it's not Chappelle. And also keep this in mind for people who are listening. A lot of you guys haven't been in a room and watched Dave Chappelle for six hours straight like Akash and yeah, I have and yeah. Alex has. And I think in L.A. you yeah. did it or it was it? Yeah, it was yeah, in L.A. Yeah. Right. And Mark, I don't know if you ever saw a long set story. from Chappelle, but like it's amazing. It is unreal. His ability to like control a room and honestly control expectation and patience. Hmm. You're not bored. He could talk for six hours and not bored. And Akash, you were kind of bringing this up with the special, or not the special, with this piece, with this talk that he gave, 846, yeah. which was... I thought it was good overall, but I was bored in the middle. There were and boring parts. And that's kind of... And some of his points, I'm like, oh, that's that's the, we, that's the smoke you gave Candace Owens. The Candace Owens smoke was in, like, your pussy stinks, undeniably weak. And again, it's so weird to even sit here and like criticize it. I almost feel like the only reason we're talking about this is because it was exalted by the people so, so much. So that's, I think, the issue... And I think some of us had a bigger issue with it than others. Yeah. Me. Comics. Yeah. <laughs> comics are 
and I this is hypocritical because comics Ooh. are like, this is what comedy should be. This is what it is. I thought it was a good special. It is not a good comedy special. It's not comedy. It was a good talk. And I will let Dave Chappelle do this because I respect his brilliance mm-hmm. and he has the credibility built up. If you're some fucking loser at an open mic, this is not what comedy is. In the same way, we do not let Hannah Gatsby slide and say that's comedy. That's not right. comedy. Neither is this. Right. Exactly. The criticism of a Hannah Gatsby would be like, the people who agree with everything she's saying love her, and yeah. the people who don't agree are going to go, well, it's not funny enough for me to not agree. Right. And the, the amazing thing about comedy is that when a joke is funny, you cannot agree with the yes. point of view, but it's so funny, you're willing to digest it. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like it's like when you make a, like a horrible food out of like sugar. Yeah. You know how like sometimes people make a, like a boot out of cake? Right, right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And it's like, oh, fuck, I'm eating a boot, but I'm not. Like, that's what comedy can be. It can be this, like, sugary encasing for this thing that you would never eat in your life. Right. And um, I think maybe I was waiting for him to say stuff in a way that was so unimpeachable that people who completely d- disagreed with the support of Black Lives Matter and the support of this movement to, like, end police brutality and, like, give black people the equality they're supposed to have. I was waiting for him to put forward these masterful arguments, and <clears throat> I didn't see it based on a Chappelle level of mastery. Like, I like the Eric Dorner comparison. I thought that was really clever, this idea of, like, and that is, like, a glimpse of what Chappelle does. He's Chris like... Dorner? Or, sorry... It's Eric Goner, Chris Dorner. Yeah. Uh, So it's like, that's what he'll do. He'll take something and he'll go and he'll make you empathize. Let's say you're super supportive of the police. He'll take that empathy you have for the police and he'll find a way to position that for this person that might be your enemy. Right. Mm. And he did that. And granted, this is his first time on stage in months. I think that if he had another three weeks with that joke or that idea, that's a hilarious bit. I don't even think rust is ever an issue for him i think Fair. he is well put it there's a difference between rust and time working out a joke so i think he didn't even have the time he i think he felt like he needs to say something now and he's had three weeks to come up with bits about this right right but uh so i wouldn't say 87 days i'd say he has to put out content in what 21 days regardless regardless like if that's your first time on stage yeah just for people who don't understand oh the bits how comedy works out. yeah exactly so it's like you start with an idea on stage and it's not that funny, but the idea is there. Yeah. And then it's just like a piece of wood. You slowly carve it and shape it into a sculpture. Right. And I feel like we had like the, the wood right there. Right. Yeah. And again, it's like. See, and that's a thought that I had that just came to me now. Yeah. You two are looking at it from a comics POV. Yeah. Like I was just, I'm just like a fan. Right. And so I thought it was a little bit better than what you guys think. Of course, I don't think it's Chappelle's best piece, but I also don't look at this as a comedy special. I just look at this like a public speaking event. Yeah. And as he talks on the issues going on, and then he just throws a little funny just to keep you, you know, engaged with it. Yeah. I, so I, I agree. Looking with you. at it from that point of view, I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't hear anything new that I didn't already know. I did think but it was because good. Because he's such a, a great orator, it's like I was glued. I did yeah, think I it was good, I and two, and at, to your point, at the at the in the middle, I was like, "Yo, this is he's losing me." And at the end, and it, I've said this to y'all multiple yep. times now, but this really hit me when he talked about, you know, uh, George Floyd calling for his mom, and then his dad. He's only heard that one other time. His dad calling for his grandma, and at the end, he says, "My dad's grandma was a slave," and like the recency of that fucking stuck yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, we all, no one knows how long ago slavery was. We all kind of put it 400 years ago, 300 years ago, 200 years ago. 
that I was like, holy fuck, slavery was mad recent. Like slavery, not separate water fountains. I'm talking about no water in the fields, Mm -hmm. mad recent. So like that affected me in a way that I was like, fuck. And that made it worth it for me. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm a little less harsh because I hadn't, maybe I just don't know history at all. I don't really care to, but that put it in a way to me that I was like, fuck. If If it was released by Ted... If it was a TED talk, yeah. would your reaction be different? No. Mm. It'd be the same. Yeah, because what I what I missed from it were prolific arguments. And I'm used to him making such prolific arguments within his stand-up. For me, and Akash and I might debate this, yeah. but like when I see the arguments in his stand-up, I'm like, that logic is so unimpeachable that I could present that to the most right-wing person or the most left-wing person, and both of them will sit there and go, nah, he got a point. And I, what I saw here was raw emotion. And sometimes you need to speak off emotion. I'm not saying there isn't a place for that. But what Chappelle did so beautifully, I think, in his career was like took that emotion and then carved it into these like beautiful arguments that did a lot of the intellectual heavy lifting for the people that will listen and watch them. And then you could take those arguments and then you could use them when you're debating your uncle who might not really be empathetic to this struggle. And I just didn't really see that here. So if that was a TED talk, I'd be like, there wasn't enough TED. What, what I saw was, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't enough TED in it. So it was just a talk that I thought wasn't up to the standard of brilliance that Chappelle has. And if those arguments were made funny, I'd be like, all right, it was cool. I laughed. It was really, but then he didn't really put the effort to make them funny. So it was missing brilliance and missing funny. And I think I went into it, I think I went into it because I saw the way people reacting to it. You got to see, this is the greatest thing ever. This will never be not spoken about. And it's no different than when you go into a movie and people say it's amazing. And you're like, wait a minute, wasn't it the greatest movie I've ever seen? And now it seems like a letdown because my expectations were so high. Yo, so two things. That's a big difference, actually. Because my the first things comics sent me, like Robbie Slovic, who I trust, was like, it's not comedy, still watch it. Yep. And then my girl had time to watch it before me. And she was like, she said the Hannah Gatsby thing. She's like, all right, don't shit on Hannah Gatsby and like this. And I was like, okay, so it's not going to be funny. And I know this. So you went in in with the right expectation. So I I went in knowing, okay, it's not going to be funny. And in the middle, I was like, yo, she might be right. I might have to give Hannah, I might have to give Chappelle that Hannah Gatsby smoke. And then at the end, maybe I was so relieved there was something I could grab onto that I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, I'm going to do that. But two theories about why it wasn't carved out as beautifully as we would have hoped. Yeah. Mine is time. He just didn't have time yep. and he felt like I have to say something. The country's at a fucking breaking point. Yeah. Two is Alex's theory that he presented earlier and say that on the mic. Yeah. What the editing and all that, like what he has in store. Oh, yeah. I really feel that he had a performance, a full stand up performance. And this was like the end of the performance where it's like he just talks to the crowd. So it's like he wasn't trying to deliver jokes. And something that stuck with me when Al said that yeah. is, you know, like very early into the Chappelle set, he goes, are y'all bored yet? Mm. Uh, We've all seen Chappelle. When I see him doing six hours, he doesn't ask that shit for four hours. Are y'all bored yet? So for him to say that eight minutes in or whatever, I remember at the time being like, that's mad early for Chappelle to ask if we're bored. Mm. Yep. So that could be, he could have done a long set, knocked out some shit, and then at the end just been emotional, and that's all he put out. I think that Chappelle is moving towards, and I've said this before, just speaking and like being like almost like a teacher and like he has such prolific thoughts that they he can just talk to us about these things and we see in the past and i've seen him do it live etc i just didn't see that 
prolific things being said about this. I and and look, I could be wrong, but I ask you guys that are in, you know listen to the podcast, like when you saw the arguments that he laid out or what he was talking about, like was there something that you were like, yo, I didn't look at it that way outside of the of the Dorner, what's Chris Dorner? Thing? Chris Dorner. Outside of the Chris Dorner thing, I I, I don't. Was there something that you were like again for me the end and the end the end the the thing the end I get why that resonated with you because I remember once my dad was telling me my dad did this uh, documentary on this on this guy I forget uh, forget his name Um, but he told a story about he was this uh, jazz musician and he told a story about his mom. I believe his mom, the jazz musician, super old. Yeah. I believe his mom seeing Abraham Lincoln walk through D.C. That's crazy. After slavery was abolished. And. She's one of the last people to see this dude. Now, I wonder if it was his grandma, but I believe it was his mom. This guy has already passed. But when he said that to me. Yeah. I got that feeling you got, which was, oh, shit. Yeah. This is not that long ago. Yeah. So, so maybe the reason that didn't affect me in the same way is because I've heard that story. But Chappelle putting it in that way, I could see how it really affected right. you, and it can really put in context to other people who are not sympathetic to the black plight in America. They're like, "Yeah, why don't you get over that shit?" It's like it's new still. Right. Okay, I see. I see that. I see that there. I don't know. Positives. What are the positives? Chappelle said something. That's a positive. Yeah. I thought that Candace Owens point was actually pretty decent. Like obviously the roast of her was like was trash, but like when he like Candace Owens raises this point where she goes, Black people are the only group of people that sort of uh like exalt or uphold the and make martyrs of the worst of our uh the worst of our group. Yeah. And that we constantly like praise and make t shirts out of these people that are criminals and you know, yeah. rob people. And like, why do we choose these people? And then Chappelle says, we don't choose them. You choose them. The cops choose them. Yeah, the cops That was a great them. point. Yeah. And I probably forgot about it because at that point I was like, this yeah. is... Yeah, yeah the Candace know. Owens roast was trash. Yeah. I would almost rather her, him not roast her because it, I think, clouded that point. Right. And then his, <laughs> only, his only roast of her was like, she's so articulate. And then the stinky pussy thing. Right, right. But like, he was like complimenting her at the same time. I was like, I, I felt conflicted as to what he's trying to say. Yo, I'm not going to lie. Candace handled that shit beautifully. Bro. She's, she's smart, dude. She's not dumb. She that not, was what Chappelle said. She's not dumb. If y'all didn't see the way she handled it, she didn't like criticize. She didn't push back. She was just like, uh, she's like, to every Democrat uh, tweeting me the clip of Dave Chappelle and son insulting me. I'm not a, left, a leftist. I have a sense of humor. I think comics <laughs> should make fun of people. Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians of all time. And I made it to one of his specials. That's power. And then she says some other shit like, uh, I hope that, you know, we meet sometime. You can say that stuff to my face. And then like winky face. Smile. Yeah. But like she chose to take the road of yeah. I'm going to laugh at this, allow it to happen instead of being all butthurt. Yeah. And then she actually looks good. Yeah. Coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if he leaned into that idea and then leaned into the caricature that she is and how the right, the pe- or p- people on the right hold her up as a token so that all of her their arguments can be filtered through her yeah. so that. They can't be called racist for having. The I white guarantee you, if you ask him about having. Candace Owens, he has a great opinion on Candace Owens. So why? Like let's hear that. I know, and I don't. That I agree with. I agree with that. This is like what is, and that point is a great point. We don't want these people to be our heroes. You do this. 
That's a great point. You think he's saving it for a stand-up bit? You Maybe. think he's got like a bit? Probably. Because we do that. We're on the road. We release some of the stuff, you yep. know, but we're like, nah, don't keep that. That's going to be a bit. We're going to put that in the next special. And maybe he has some real Candace smoke, but he's like, ooh, no, let me carve that out. That's going to be the one that, like, you know, puts the machete. And this could be proof. I also thought this could be proof, as I was watching it, of what you've said, which is I think he's transitioning out of stand-up. Yes. And I think, I don't think he is Malcolm or Martin, but I think when people say, like, who's our guy? He has the potential to be one of those guys. Yeah. In that it might not be the same level, but that's that's who we got right now. And I think this is him maybe getting comfortable with stepping out of cuz cuz humor for all of us is a mm. defense mechanism. Yes. So maybe for him it was let me get my points across through humor and this is him kind of shedding away the defense mechanism of humor and it's let me just put forth my emotion. Yeah. And we'll carve it out from there. I like I like that slow transition. We've seen him do it, right? He did it at the uh, I think Mark Twain. Yeah. Uh he, he did it um he's been doing it a bunch of different places just kind of like talking but also talking funny. And I've always said, it's like, I'd love Chappelle to just be a teacher. Yeah. I don't think that this was, what he said was at the level of... His specials. At even his specials. Like, I would rather listen to his arguments from his specials without the punchlines. Like, I think some of the arguments in the specials without the punchlines were so prolific. Even when he did the bird revelation, there weren't a lot of punchlines nah, in it. she was incredible. But it was masterful. If you compare this to that, there's a different level of mastery going on. We can acknowledge that, right? Yo, I'm going to yes. say something yeah. that's going to sound blasphemous. Go. But Sticks and Stones wasn't up to the level of his other stuff. So is it just... Oh. Come on, son. We got to present all of the arguments. That's To me, that's the goat. But Sticks and Stones, I remember kind of thinking the same thing. Like, these aren't ideas I haven't heard before. And I expected more wow. comedy special from Sticks and Stones. This, I was thinking like... Yeah, you weren't a fan of Sticks and Stones. I wasn't a massive fan. It yeah. was good. And I'm glad Chappelle's the guy carrying that torch forward. It helps yeah. all of us. Yeah. But I remember thinking, we've said this stuff. And Chappelle, I, I'm not a genius by any stretch. If I have the same point as Chappelle, I don't look at me smarter. I look at Chappelle like, what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? I, don't know, I think Sticks, Sticks and Stones, it was a bar when he said like, he can't say maggot, but he could say nigga. On, uh, yeah, on, on yeah, the show. network execs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, you can't say maggot because you're not gay. He's like, well, I'm also not a nigga. Yeah, but a gay person could say the F word. And if she said the same argument, he'd be like, yeah, well, I'm not an F word. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, it, the, the, uh, the thing with that joke is the argument on the surface seemed great because like it satisfied our emotions. Yeah. But if you actually kind of like peel it apart. You're what, like, so is the gay person an F word? Yeah, because he's not, but he can. She's still basically say it. saying like you have the license to use the bad words that are attributed to you, but you don't have the license to use the bad words that are attributed to people who aren't you. Hmm. But he phrased it as if she was calling him the N word, yeah. so she kind he kind of like sacrificed her yeah. for the joke. And I thought the joke was really good. And this is one of the beautiful things about stand up; it doesn't have to be the court of law. No, that can be like a really fun fucking bit yeah. and a great point. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for not. Yeah, we really ruined that. You ruined that for me. And maybe and maybe we ruined it for other people. But maybe yeah. that's also like the the way that that's the standard we hold up to Chappelle to for me. Yeah, like I, I just think he's the greatest living comedian. And I still man. think, like, yeah, I think, and I love Patrice, but yeah. just the Chappelle, I just think goat. Like I just do, and yeah. maybe Patrice is right underneath him or whatever. But like, I don't 
that doesn't take away from his greatness. It just, that's what I saw. Mm. You're still great. Yeah. And the thing that was special about this, if you want to call it a special, I'm not calling it a comedy. If you want to call it a special, the thing that was special was he's Dave Chappelle showing us a side of himself he's never shown us. Right. And the timing, and he spoke out, and that's kind of what made it special, and that's that's it. Right. And I don't mean that like, fuck, this is a piece of trash, but like, if we're going to call it a special, that's why it's special, and that's how I can compartmentalize it. Because it wasn't, special in its content necessarily right throughout it wasn't special in the fact that it was hilarious why do you think people felt the need especially like our comics friends to like talk about how prolific it was he's our trump man he's our trump oh like no matter what he does it's good yeah but he's like he's much and i'm not saying he is trump at all i think he's the greatest but a trump supporter anything trump does is brilliant Chappelle did earned that with us but anything he does is brilliant Ah, so we're looking at him through like what and he it, earned it. That's different than Trump. Trump glasses or yeah. something like that. Rose colored glasses. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. deserves it. He's earned that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. really believe like if a guy overrates Chappelle, cool. Just don't think you got the same license. That's my only advice to comics. If you think this is what comedy should be, this is what Dave Chappelle is allowed to be. You are not. Yeah, you're gonna be asking if people are bored a lot too. <laughs> 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 they're gonna they're gonna have been left, bro. It's good. Where are you guys going? <laughs> 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 There's a protest. We got to get. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, all right. Well, I think that's a more productive discussion than we had earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, we got to talk about it. You know, like, obviously, you guys listen to the podcast. You, you know, want to hear our perspectives on on these things. And um, yeah, man. Yo, I saw a fire ass movie. Uh, Wall E. <laughs> Bro, I couldn't watch it. They don't talking in that bitch. Son, that's how useless actors are. Actors are fucking useless. Okay, I'm on board. Talk okay. to me. This, is, how, to this me, is why we shouldn't baby. listen to a single fucking thing any of them say. There's a movie called Wall E, okay? Right. This guy, <laughs> this guy, it's a movie about a robot called Wall E. Right. And then another one called Eve. They don't speak English. Mm-hmm. They just say their names. That's the whole movie. That's it. And it's cartoons. You don't need actors for anything. Did you see the movie, Al? I did see the movie. I couldn't Did make you it like through, it? Yo. I don't think. This motherfucker cleaning it, it up litter for 30 minutes. It didn't like, stick with me, so it wasn't that Say great. Say again? It didn't stick with me, so it wasn't that great. Like, Man, that movie remember. was touching, No, nah, people yeah. feel this. I don't. I was like, this shit is boring, But a whole son. movie with no acting, no words? That's not amazing, bro. That's like silent films back in the day. You really didn't need that's them what I'm to saying, talk. Yo, we can't even call that a talkie. Like that's how old-fashioned this movie is. This is a hundred years ago. Hundred years ago, a little Mexican robot cleaning up the fucking <laughs> earth, right? And then this white savior comes down. <laughs> yo, real talk. That's what the movie is. White savior comes down, finds a little plant the Mexican found. Uh, you know I mean? need it. <laughs> you know, I didn't even make it to the people. Takes that back to the white people. White people are like, oh, there's land. Real talk. This is Christopher Columbus, bro. That's really what this whole movie's about. It's, the white people are just up in the, just floating around in the sea of the, you know, oh, space or whatever it is. They found some land, you know, went, took that shit over. Wally fell in love. We got to take down some With of the these white Wally lady? statues. Say again? We got to take down some of these <laughs> Wally statues. Yo, though. bro, you can't take down Wally, <laughs> dog. That shit is, nah, dude, it's, it's a, I'm telling you, man, y'all got to check out. I couldn't make it through, yo. In the beginning, so fucking boring. Nah, because you don't know what's going on. I, I don't want to not know what's going on for 30 minutes. 
I actually love that. That's my favorite part nah, of the movie. Man, you out. Yo, how Say you again? Get, yo, don't fucking sit there and tell Ch- say Chappelle bored you and then you watch <laughs> you watch Wally for 30 minutes and Son, still gave it a chance. That's why <laughs> he bored me. Here, that's why he bored me because I knew what was going on. My favorite part of the beginning of a movie is when I don't know what's going on and they stretch that shit out for a long time. I don't. I don't know what happened. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. God, your body God your bullshit. Lie, yeah. God yeah. called me bullshit, right. bro. God called me bullshit, bro. Got a ghost dick or something. <laughs> Dude, I just, that was some weird shit. No, but, um, no, but in all seriousness, I don't know what the device it is in a movie. I guarantee there's a name for the device where the beginning just confuses you. You don't know exactly what's happening. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. man, but uh, 30 minutes? No, but I know like a lot of movies do that. I love that yeah. because I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is happening here? With the Chappelle thing, I knew what was happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're an idiot. So what? You're an idiot Why? Right. I thought the movie was great. This is me. Now I'm like, you like Wally? <laughs> that shit was trash, yo. That's the that's what he does. <laughs> Clean's fucking trash. What do you want? All right, we're gonna take a break for a second, man. Keep your hair. Keep your hair, everybody. I got some granola trying to sneak out my, <laughs> out my mouth. Keep your keep your hair though, for real, man. Um, listen, Baldwin's a choice now. A lot of people don't realize that, but that's a fact. It's a choice, you know. So you got to get in there before it goes away, and. Um, the way we do that on this podcast, and by we, I mean me, is uh, with Keeps. Keeps, an amazing company. Uh, I've been on the uh, the same active ingredient that's in Keeps for probably 10 years, as you can tell. Beautiful head of fucking hair. You know, um, literally the number one determinant factor for a man if he ages well is if he has a full head of hair. Simple as that. If a guy with a full head of hair, they're like, oh, he looks great for his age. A guy with no hair, doesn't matter how old he is, they're like, oh, fucking, you're going through it. You're rough. So... Um, I would recommend getting on it. Simple as that. You just go to Keeps. All you got to do is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash flagrant. I'm recommending something to you guys that I've been using for 10 years. Maybe more he than has. that. He has. He truly has. You live together. We live I together. I saw you make this decision. And did it not get my shit popping? 100%. You got a little hair regrowth. I got some regrowth. You got a little hair regrowth. You know, it's like that blue chew effect with Al. <laughs> Al <Goss. laughs> fuck is my blue chew effect, yo? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yo, go check out Keeps, man. Keeps, uh, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash flagrant. Keep your hair, grow some back, get back in the game. You know what I mean? Leave your wife. No, don't do that. <laughs> Keep her. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. This is something that that I would like to take a little victory on this week. Okay. Oh, I know. There we go. Your, your guy's girl. <laughs> Your guy's girl, the most talented woman on the internet, B. Simone. Oh, yeah. I said, was it on Patreon I said it? I think it might be on Patreon. Yeah. I said, these types cannot have a career in doing this. Mm-hmm. You can't have a career just smacking your lips on the fucking uh, Instagram, okay? What is that fucked up? You can't say that? Yeah. No, bro. Oh, okay. All right. What is it? Why? Is that wrong to say? Black people, big lips, they might. Son, shut up. Why are you searching for the outrage? I'm trying to save you motherfuckers, man. Fine. Say everything. Nah, save me, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even when I said it, I was like, wait, is that real? (laughs) (laughs) No, yo. It could be easily taken the wrong way. No, they could be doing that. You know what? While we're talking about people who take shit the wrong way, she stole her entire book, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, she took her whole book from someone else. Real yeah, talk. She did loot that. So book. last week we were, we were talking about one. her. <laughs> Yo, I lost this one. What? So I'm out here defending this bitch. You were defending this bitch. Why? Are we, what were you saying? I, I just said I, and it was based on the book. I was like, "Yo, she she got." <laughs> I don't think she's funny. I said, I don't think she's funny, but she done wrote a book. She said she's gonna be fine. She's a smart girl. Yeah. I didn't know the book was just stolen from somebody else. <laughs> Cause these people don't have it. Bruh, you need she, a certain amount of talent and a certain amount of work ethic to get this shit done. And you don't do that when you just steal an and entire book. She didn't do book. work and she ain't got no ethics. So, <laughs> so it's done. But it was mad fun when Meek Mill tried to defend her. What the fuck is Meek Mill doing? Bro, Meek Mill was like, white people have been stealing our culture and stealing us for years. And now you're going to you know, come down on this girl for doing that shit. And it's like, what was your argument against Drake? The whole time. <laughs> what was your Drake argument? <laughs> That's hilarious. You got a ghostwriter. That's hilarious. You are stealing Drake shit, whatever it is. So it's like, man, you know what's really funny is like, People don't realize when they go from like hip hop to activism, no one calls you on your shit in hip hop because hip hop is wrestling. Right. So if you're like, I'm out in the streets, I'm shooting people, I'm selling drugs, I'm fighting, I'm doing all this shit. We're like, yeah, yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton, are you RKOing your wife? Sick. Yeah. Nobody's going, you didn't really RKO her and it was set up yeah. and she was just hanging by the pool and that's really convenient. We want to believe the wrestling. Yeah. So when you go from wrestling to real life, motherfuckers are going to call you on your shit and now they got to make arguments to actually stand up. And they're not used to making arguments to stand no. up. They're just going, all right, what would sound the most fire right here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm woke. I'm with it. I'm an activist. What's the most fire thing to say? Support all black women, even if they be stealing. That shit sounds like bars. <laughs> it sounds hot, right? And the second somebody's like, wait, what? Wait, wait, what about Drake? He's a black woman. You're just going to let him? Not, why are you not going to let him steal? Yo. I mean, you don't call him a bitch so many times. He better be a woman. No, real talk. <laughs> He got feelings like a woman. He got feelings? He be singing in his shit? No, I'm saying. He says, I got my eyes on you. Is that the song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got my eyes on you. That's, yeah. That's a womanly thing to do. Yo, yo leave me alone, Or a rapist? Yeah. You either a woman or a predator to say some shit like, I got my eyes on you. Yo, they got to reshoot that yo, whole, think- reshoot the whole video. Jeez, he's just in a bush in a park. I got my <laughs> eyes on you. Yo. You think Cosby's one eye just went cockeyed so he could look at other bitches that he was finna rape? To always have a... No matter who he's talking to, he's looking at bitches that he can rape. I've got my eye on you. <laughs> Yo, we, where's Cosby during all this shit? Fuck Chappelle's special. What Cosby got to say about this? I told you you should have worn your pants higher. <laughs> oh my god uh, You think he gets Cosby. raped in jail? Say we Hell think- no dog Put some respect on Cosby's name Yo <laughs> Fuck out of here dog You don't think he catching him rapes? No son I know he got his pants high bro Maybe that's <laughs> why he got his pants high <laughs> Cause he knew what happens to him eventually son, I heard that's how sagging started It was like some jail yeah, culture well, shit To let people know you were down to get fucked or something like that No, no bro It was just cause they didn't have the right sizes So It was one just, size fits all yeah. gear why don't you just tie that rope tighter? I bet Cosby ain't sagging. Tie that rope tighter. Because they got to take that rope off and make fucking spaghetti out of it or some shit. Yeah. You know, out there, useful there's, out there's there. There's no rope. Resourceful ass. Son, is every inmate like an Eagle Scout? Son, what? I'm a fucker just a survivor. You know what I mean? What's up? Getting merit badges. Bro, it's so true how amazingly prolific, like, 
Do you know what really goes to show me? That motherfuckers on that show Survivor ain't shit. <laughs> and the motherfuckers on that show Naked and Afraid ain't shit. You're right. Because these jail dudes, within a week, they're finding ways to make a Bunsen burner on the bottom of the bed, and the bed turns into a hot plate, and they can turn ramen <laughs> into fucking sandwiches and shit. They find ways to talk to each other through the toilets. They got all this crazy shit that Yo. they could do. And 28 days later, they got a whole pond full of fish, can't catch a goddamn fish. Yo, the real <laughs> Naked Afraid is just a prison shower. That's it. <laughs> hey. Yo, son, naked and afraid the prison shower. That's a son. fire episode. Son. I gotta son. watch that one. Oh my That's god, bro. Yo. Real talk. Why haven't dudes in prison found a way to make a butt plug? That's a good ass. What they just push that shit in. So. They push it further? Yeah. Uh, you don't yeah, think they right clench trying to stop the rate? <laughs> like I think dudes do. That. That's the thing, like, and I'm not trying to put this out there in the world. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not trying to put this out there in the world, but you're not getting in here, bro. You're not getting in here, you bro. Cut that. I would have to be unconscious. You might cut that. I'd have to be unconscious, and you'd have to use saliva. How are you going to slide it in? I don't think I don't think they're how concerned. How you gonna slide it in? I don't think they're concerned with lubrication. Like I don't think if you're, I, don't I don't know how it could go ass, in. I don't know how it could moisture. go in. I don't know how it could go in. <laughs> Maybe I'm tighter than y'all. Have you tested the tightness of your asshole? I put a little finger up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've I've wiped and I've gone a little up in there. If I'm taking out them dingle burrs, if I'm taking out them dingle burrs in the shower. I I pulled a dingle burry from inside with some toilet paper that got stuck. What? I have. You be having gay sex with yourself, son? That's wild. Come on, docs. Come on, docs. I just go to that first nuck. Nuck if we buck, bro. That's that's an Asian Asian dick right there. I'll just first nuck, dog. Exactly, dude. Exactly, dude. For real. I'm just saying, you think a guy is going to be able to push his whole dick in you, dude? I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest. Yes. How does it work, dog? I really don't know. I don't want to find out. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, so, all right. Have you ever shit your pants before? Say again? Have you ever shit your pants before? Yep. And on a I'm, bicycle. I'm pretty sure you were holding it and it still got out. So if it can get out, it can get in. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yes, it can. What, what about mean? Venus fly traps? What? Or the Chinese finger traps? <laughs> I think the asshole is a Chinese finger trap yes, so dude. it's easy to get in but you can't get it out yes the shit can come straight out but it's not supposed to go back in it's unless like, it gets to a certain point then it goes all the way and I learned that from taking those pills in my butt <laughs> <laughs> those remember I had the hemorrhoid <laughs> you expose it too much I put pills in my butt what because it's for hemorrhoids hemorrhoid. yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was too much for Mark. He's you like, learned, yeah, who told you to put pills in your butt? Well, it's tough for me to swallow. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, gayer? So I feel like I just put it right to the source. What's gayer? Needs it. It. <laughs> what's gayer is I can swallow anything or it's tough for me to swallow, put it in my butt. Yo, I think mad dudes can swallow, but they front like they can't. Like they're like, oh, it's hard for me to swallow pills, but it's like, nah. 
Yeah. You just think that's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, like you that's swallow one of those big ass, like brown vitamins <laughs> that comes in that like almost opaque jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the shits? What are yeah. they called? Y'all used to sell them. <laughs> Omega threes? Yeah. Omega threes. Yeah. They make them mad big, bro. Yeah. What's the point of all it's that? It's a soft gel though. It's easy. No, I'm talking about the hard ones. They oh, feel like yeah, they're yeah. like wood chips. That multivitamin? Is that multivitamin? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> All right, what else we got? We got this black ass bachelor. Yes. <laughs> Yo, uh, what if Chappelle's whole thing was about the black bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> now that uh tune in for. My man look a little corny to me. But what's the deal? So for the first time, I believe in 19 years of the bachelor history, they have their first black bachelor. Okay. Timing, the timing seems a little well, they had a maybe black bachelorette. Took, yeah, maybe it just took a while to find one without a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they, <laughs> no, but there was a black bachelorette. Yeah. I remember. I watched her season. Like a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch her I forget season. her name. Right. She was a beast. But didn't the show start as The Bachelor? And then they switched over to yeah. The Bachelorette? Sure, but like... The reason why there hasn't been a black bachelor, I think, since, or bachelorette since, is because she had the lowest rated season. Oh, yeah, That was like two years ago. Yeah. This shit gonna be low too. Was she, watching did that. she look good? Yo, did if, they pick like the I'm not whack, saying America's racist, but girl? Bachelor fans are racist. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Like yeah, that's the racist part of America. America Bachelor fans. America's are not racist, but the higher rated show on television, they're racist. Yeah, all right, hundred so. percent, bro, for real. So in the lowest rated season was this black girl. And she was dope. She was like a lawyer. She's smart as fuck. She's not one of these like cute? dumb bimbos. Yeah, she's pretty. Pretty? You crack? I mean, in back in the day. Back in the day, would I crack? I mean, I've taken down some fucking ducklings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so, is this is to me would I crack? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> some girls have gotten a lick off of me, bro. You know what I mean? Real talk. They're so proud of it. It's their great. No, I took down some fucking Voldemort's. <laughs> I took down some beasts, they bro. Put a, they put a multivitamin in your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you know, I never had a girl put anything in my ass. Tongue got licked. Yeah. I got that lick. That tongue's good. But yeah, so they, and they're, they're upset at this guy because they wanted this other guy. Mike. Named, yeah, oh, Mike. Yeah. I watched that season. You know Was Mike. he good? Hey, I don't know. Everybody seemed to like him. I didn't get it. Yo, yeah. So here's the thing, and this is, and correct me if you're I'm just wrong. He's not in a relationship. Nah, yeah, I know. You're going to find out he about the best He is in a whole relationship. Harry That's Potter. The Our relationships aren't real, son. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they really that not shit is real. like the wand he bought at Universal yeah. where it's like, yeah, that's a wand. <laughs> <laughs> it don't have none of the like reality of a wand. Harry Potter. That's an Al relationship. Bachelor, you know what that's what y'all son, do. Al, just get back in a relationship, bro. Son. Harry Potter I mean, you are in a relationship. Son, if that white girl stayed in the U.S. for two more years, you'd know what's going on in The Bachelor. You don't watch every episode. You come in the room. It's on. You sit down. You leave. You know what's going on. Yo, yeah, but you remember the dudes that were on. I remember the black dude that was on it, obviously. Respect. Fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> so why didn't they pick that dude? So I have a theory about this. I have guy. a theory about this, too. You go first. Okay. Uh, I think that they're. Lo- I think the other guy has more black features. 
Ooh. And this guy he is looks soft. This guy is black, but he's racially ambiguous in his face. So like his features don't look specifically black. Mm. Now the I other he guy could be a dark skinned Indian. When I yeah, he could be Indian. He could be Latino. You're not exactly sure. He's kind of like one of those shampoo commercials where they like have the, <laughs> the girl, you know what race she is. So all races could be like, oh, head and shoulders works yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that that's what they did. I think they did a lot of testing. The other guy on paper is actually perfect. He's like a wealth manager. He was in the Air Force. He's like the ideal American yeah. husband, mm. right? But I think that his features are more black, and I think that these fucking racist execs, or maybe they're not even racist, but maybe these execs catering are catering to the fan base. The, the, yeah, these the, the racist fans are like, oh, I'm not going to watch it because I don't see myself marrying him, or I don't see myself in him. Uh, and this is a real thing. White sucks, girls man. watch That's this black. shit. I, I want to say something that like has happened to my friends and I've experienced. White girls fuck black guys they date black guys and then they hit their late 20s and that's the i want to settle down age and then they stop doing it hmm. and i've had friends that have gone through this i'm not gonna shout out the homies but like they've literally experienced like just banging black banging white chicks all the time they love them it's a great thing they dated relationships etc and then as he's gotten older all of a sudden the age range of girls that he's been fucking hasn't really elevated with his age because the white girls in that age are like, uh, I kind of want to settle down with this white guy. Like, I know I'm woke and I'm progressive and we did all this shit, but that was my fun time. I want to have a white husband and do my white picket fence, etc. And this show is aspirational. This show is who would I marry? How do I see myself in these person's shoes? And because the other guy, I think, looked a little bit more whatever traditionally black, whatever fucking bullshit that means. Yeah. I think they're like, no, no, throw a racially ambiguous guy out there. Maybe they could see themselves with him. That's interesting. Um, do you think that's more pressure from the actual girl or from the family? Fan, uh, fan base. No, family. Oh. Like why the girls stop dating black guys when they want to settle down. I think it's both. I usually think it's pressure from the family. I think it's family, but I think it's also like culture uh, trickles down. So I think like that pressure of the family ends up becoming who me. they are. Just mm. like racist breed more racist. So devil's advocate. Yeah. What is... And so this guy that was on The Bachelor before made it really far, was really popular. Wouldn't it theoretically hold over if he became The Bachelor? Like people already like him. He has cachet. You know him. Yep. Done that wholesome sway? 100%. It, it absolutely could. And they could be making a huge mistake. Or Again, these ex executives are making these moves just to keep their jobs. Yeah, I think they're fucking up. Yeah, and I think they could be fucking up because they should. They could be, and I could be, uh, misinterpreting how supportive mm. they would be yeah. towards that other guy. Yeah. You know? So I think there's like a couple of things. I think that's probably true. But this dude had so like the way like the bachelor works, I guess, is like there's like a community that happens once you're in the shit. Yeah. Like you become a part of the like this greater zeitgeist. Yeah. So he was on the on the football team with another guy that was supposed to win. So like this dude, Tyler Cameron, was supposed to win. He was like the favorite and then he lost. And this dude was like his best friend, like off the show. And so, he like, fucked up, yo. Yeah, that's, it's for real. So he got this cosign from the guy that was supposed to win, and then on top of that, the girl that that girl Hannah Brown said the N word on on a live. Yeah, and then got a bunch of heat for like she the rapped whole, along to a song and said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what, that's important to clarify. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. but the like got a ton of heat from like the Bachelor fan base and all these people going crazy. This is like before George Floyd, even like two right. weeks. And then as a result of all like the Bachelor heat, Black Lives Matter, all that shit, they were like, all right, we have to pick a black dude. And I don't think they necessarily wanted someone with that's already been on the show that has like baggage that like goes along with being on the show. But Michael doesn't have baggage apparently. Apparently everybody loved him. He yeah, got yeah. far and he yeah. was like super enjoyed and super like I, I literally think like 
on the executive level, these shits, because they have no talent, these execs, they just run everything through focus, focus groups. Group, focus group, focus uh, group. Yeah. And they focus grouped Michael, I'm sure. Yeah, and then they focus group this guy. And they're like, who would you see yourself with? Who do you see yourself in? And then all the guys that watch are like, yeah, probably relate more to that guy because literally his face is just similar looking in yeah. shape. And if the audience that watches it is 80% white or 90% with some yeah. absurd amount white i think that they're like okay let's just go with this guy and it could be wrong what did you mean he's supposed to win like this it's rigged already no no no, but like she literally picked a guy who like broke up with a girl in the middle of the show that he was dating throughout the show and he there's she has text messages of him being like yo i gotta do this is good for my career (laughs) that guy won (laughs) and then this other guy started fucking giselle or something like that after not giselle not giselle who's the Gia Hadid or something like that. Like he he's running through bitches now. He's like a guy. She started following him off of the show. They went on dates. Yo, like, how do you get on a bachelor? So? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who yeah. fucked who? Am I white? That black guy enough? Tyler C. Yeah. Fucked with Gia Hadid. Who's G- the one? Who's the one that's yeah. with fine ass Zayn Mullick? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, fine yeah. dog. Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. Yeah. She pregnant right now though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think they were like on again, off again or something. They like went out on dates. There's like pictures. My girl keep me posted. Thank God she settled down with fine ass Zane. You know what I mean? Good for you, Gigi. Is he Indian? Hey, half. I'll take it. (laughs) That's a come up. But she's probably Indian too or something like that. She's Muzi, I think. She's half Muslim, I think. Hadid or Hadid. Yeah. Nah, but just like to make up for all the years they didn't have black people, they should, he should start with one and end with 30. He should start with one. Yeah, start with, with one girl and end with all 30. <laughs> so <stupid>. uh, <laughs> like you got to make up for all the years that we didn't right. have. Yeah. Um, Is there yo, anything that would look worse for black men than cheating on 30 women at once? <laughs> <laughs> at the I mean, end of the show? Like that's how it ends? I mean, you want to be authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yo, wonder, while, we're, while we're talking about rape, can you tell us about... <laughs> The, uh, can you tell us about the? Uh, can you tell, yo? Can you tell us about the um, Uncle? Uh, what's it? Rush, uh, Russell Simmons documentary. <laughs> can you break that down? Apparently, there's this Russell Simmons documentary that like mad girls are coming out yeah. talking about him, and his defense is, uh, I was fucking way finer girls. <laughs> like literally apparently his defense uh, is 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 nah i was fucking models back then like if you saw the pussy i was getting back then so it's pretty hilarious so he's like tone deaf in terms of just like with so, so regular deaf, people um <laughs> <laughs> literally deaf jam oh shit. my god but yeah so hbo has some documentary it was I think, is that why he calls Oprah. it deaf jam because he's deaf and then he just <laughs> jams his <laughs> <dance. laughs> no what you say i can't hear you <laughs> he's deaf to the nose <laughs> Oh so he's God. been telling us this whole time. Who names a music label Death? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bro, go on, go on. Um, so, hilarious. I didn't hear him. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> nah, just a quick story. HBO they had the a music. They had a documentary about Russell Trash Simmons and all the level. women that alleged he like were misconduct or rape things of that nature yeah. um he denies 
everything. The only one he has compassion for just one girl in the whole thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can understand how she felt like scared in that moment because like when she got in my car and then the doors locked and she thought she was in danger. And I was like, but this is the 90s. You know, like you get in cars and the doors just automatically lock. So I can see how she might have misconstrued that time in the car or whatever. But it's like out of all the girls making these accusations, he's only he only cares about one single girl. Also, he's been in Thailand. Yeah. Where you can't, uh, what's it called, like detain somebody? Detain somebody. And you know what he's been doing? Oh, uh, extradite. Yeah, you can't extradite. And yeah. you know what he's been doing while he's in Thailand? Fucking these trannies? No. Huh. Yoga. He's been talking about yoga for 20 years, and I didn't believe that shit ever. I'm starting to believe there's a correlation. Oh. Between rape and yoga. Oh, yeah. That yoga it's not thing. just <laughs> Indians, guys. <laughs> Yo, that's how India's going to take over the... <gasps> bro, that's your defense Hold against on. the Chinese, bro. I know. That's what he was saying, that they would go rape him. But think about it. What did America just reason- recently get and appropriate from India? Yoga. Yoga, right? What did America recently start doing a lot? Rape? <laughs> I think. <laughs> like how hold you start? Not even on, in what direction you hold going. on now. Right. Hold on now. Think about it. Right? Me Too movement pops up. All these rapes were happening in what the eighties, nineties, two thousands. When does yoga get here? Eighties pops up. Nineties, two thousands. I think y'all imported that rape. Look, man, I'm not going to, I can't support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to, you, you run with this. I want you to do you. Okay. I just can't be Indian and then be like, you're right. So you do you. <laughs> I'm and just saying. And I won't prove anything, but you go. I'm just saying okay. there's a lot of things here, hey. right? Hey, Al, you want you want to speak <laughs> What's the first position? Downward dog? That's actually a good point. Right? You know and then they give you a position that like makes it look like you're fighting back. Warrior one. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, oh, that doesn't work. Warrior two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Child's pose. And then w- oh, when you're in the shower shit. and just trying to wash it all off. <laughs> child's <Shit>. pose. <laughs> Bro. Oh, it's not yoga, dude. Mm. It's a complete rape cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning to end. Dude. Yeah. I know you can't get on board with this. I can't, but hey, I'm not not I'm not disproving it. So what do you think happens with him? Do you think he ever comes back? Like what what do you think this is all oh, about? Oh yeah, another another part <laughs> I forgot to mention. So he said like, "Oh, he doesn't even care about the media. He doesn't care about pe- public opinion. He's only cares about what his daughters think." And so to prove to his daughters that he's telling the truth, he took nine lie detector tests. Does that sound like a person who's just trying to prove his innocence or who's practicing how to pass oh. a lie detector test? Oh, that's great. <laughs> so fucking, I took one PSAT, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker took nine. Oh, my God, yo. Like, real talk, nine, though? Probably failed the first eight. That's what yeah, was, he's like, like run that shit back. <laughs> when do you take nine of anything if you do it right the first time? Yeah, Name one thing fuck, you repeat nine point. times if not, you're doing it right. Oh, fuck. So, and he said this publicly it. in an interview like he was doing something good. You know what that feels like? You know when you're at the carnival game and you try to throw the little ring on the fucking milk bottle? Yeah. <laughs> you just keep telling the guy, run it back, yeah. yo. No, I got it this I didn't rape them all this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
son is wild. So. What you think, Mark? Do you believe the accusers more, considering that like they're coming out against a prominent black man like this week? Yo. Oh. Yeah, like, but this kind of came out a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So why is all the news breaking now? Just because a the documentary, documentary just dropped, dropped probably. Yo, HBO's uh, wild for dropping that documentary right now, <laughs> yeah. B. Son, they don't give a fuck, yo. <laughs> I think they tried to hide it. Say what? I think they tried to hide it. Because they put on HBO Max. Yeah, that new yeah. shit that nobody had. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair Wait, how is that different than HBO Go and I HBO? Have nobody no knows. idea. They're nobody really knows. dropping the ball on this yeah. one. Nobody they knows. They are, bro. And that's what they thought was going to get everybody to sign up? Yeah. During the fucking Black Lives Matter protests. I mean, they're fucking up left and right. Yeah. Who are they trying to get? Yo, Peter, what's his name? Gotta go, yo. What's Who's Peter what? The, the, oh, Peter Nielsen. Oh, the dude <laughs> I threw the bone to? Peter Nielsen, yeah, The, the yeah, dude yeah. I threw the scraps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I let him have the scraps, bro? <laughs> what, bro? You gotta let Peter Nielsen get them scraps, bro? You made barbecue, dog. That's <laughs> it, dog. You know what's interesting? Is scraps, scraps is what she's making on unemployment right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get that furlough. <laughs> she probably had to call her daddy for some money. <laughs> <laughs> son <laughs> son real talk my oh, man, man. My, yo when we found out my man killed boxing dogs i'm telling you he gotta go yo he's fucking up that's foul bro wait he killed boxing on hbo not exactly kill i don't want to put that all on him obviously you know boxing has been tr- in a transition phase but like hbo did a lot of the boxing and then i think yeah showtime's been killing yeah so mcgregor uh, mcgregor mayweather went over to uh uh, Showtime with a massive contract. They yeah, you, like let, you let Mayweather go. You let boxing go. Yeah, basically. Um, all right, we're going to take a break for a second. We got to pay some uh, bills with the most delicious Boy. and healthy breakfast Boy. cereal. Talk to me, Akash. Boy, let me tell you something. This motherfucking fruity magic See, you spoon. like the fruity. You like so the fruity joint. Fru- I, you are what you eat, yo. Fair enough. It's bomb. It's like tricks, dead yes. ass. Okay, you go tricks. Some people say fruity pebbles. Some people say fruit loops. Okay, we name in a competition, but don't it don't matter. That's how nice it is. Of course, that's how it good is. Magic Spoon is. You guys have probably heard us talk about this on the podcast before. Maybe you're new to the podcast. Magic Spoon, amazing breakfast cereal. Okay, stop feeding your kids and yourself the uh, these sugary breakfast cereals, right? 100%. I mean, that's what happens. You feed these kids this like literally 30 pounds of sugar before they go to school. And then you understand, you don't understand why they can't pay attention. You put them full of uh, ADD drugs, all that kind of shit. Just feed them something healthy in the morning uh, and quick. You don't have to do a lot of cooking. That's why our parents give us cereal in the first place because you're lazy. So make sure you give <laughs> your kids that zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs. You don't want fat kids. Four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, my favorite, and blueberry tastes amazing um honestly you can go to magicspoon.com slash flagrant you grab a variety pack okay this is where it gets interesting use our promo code flagrant if you don't like it they'll give your money back and you will like it you will like it but if you don't they'll give your money back. is there anything to lose here nothing Akash, can you give us an, a cheap indian check on this product 100 check 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 <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something akash is frugal Boy. Okay, so if that isn't a if that is a good deal, what? Andrew's seen it. Oh Andrew's yeah, seen it. It. Oh, I love it. I love because <laughs> I be throwing money away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yo, um, go to magicspoon.com and remember uh, slash flagrant and uh, use the promo code flagrant. You get that man. Go check it out. And again, money back guaranteed, hundred percent by happiness. You just got to be happy with it. If you're not happy with it, you get your money you back. You know what else is great about it? Last thing. 
If you overeat, like cereal, you can eat, you could crush a whole box, no Easy, problem. light work. This shit is filling because mm. it's got a lot of protein. So one bowl and you're good for a few hours. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. Magic spoon. Let's get back to the show. Uh, what else we got, man? What we else happened? We could keep around? it in sports. Uh, so oh, yo, actually, let's I have talk an about argument. the NBA. Yeah, yeah, like so. The Kyrie thing. Oh, it's so heavy today. But the Kyrie thing's interesting. Did you hear about the Kyrie? Yeah, thing? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. What a surprise. Kyrie doesn't want to play basketball. (laughs) Hey, you know what this is? This is Kyrie trying to be woke to fuck more white girls. I know this guy. I see through his hustle. I see through you, Kyrie. You don't think it's real? You don't think it's legit? What a stupid fucking argument. Go, 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 go. Make your argument. Oh, we can't affect social change if we play. You know who wants to play? LeBron James. You know who's done a lot more for social change than you? LeBron James. Great argument. LeBron is always on the front line speaking whenever he got to speak. Kyrie talking about fucking three eyes the whole past year. Not playing, complaining about not being the fucking alpha like he wants to be. Where were you on social issues this whole time? Great point. Now your solution is to stay silent and do nothing, and that's how you affect social change. Mm. Great point. I think that's a great point. Mm. Um, I actually feel isn't it funny how we switch on the Chappelle position and this position yeah you're like Chappelle just gonna let the streets talk and I'm like yeah and then I'm like Kyrie just gonna let the streets talk and you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I think we actually both agree which is like like my issue is that Chappelle was like yo I'm gonna let the streets talk and then he put out the special where he's talking Mm -hmm. but uh and, uh, and I'm sure you probably feel a similar way with, with yeah. Kyrie, right? Is but uh, So here's my thinking about it. As much as I want fucking basketball, dog, as much as I want a sport, right? We're in a very unique time in history where there can be a singular focus about one cause. The entire world is concerned about black lives, hmm. right? And regardless if you want to accept this or not, a major part of that is there's not a lot else going on. I know that sounds like a fucked up thing. Does that sound fucked up to no, say? No, that's a valid point. No, it's no. a valid point. It's there's valid. not a lot going on. So when there's not a lot going on, you can focus on something. When you don't, it, listen, there are so many people. I know so many white people who are like, listen, I don't want anything bad to happen to black people. I want them to have equality. Yo, there's a march. I got to take my kids to soccer practice, man. Like, I want to be there, but I got to take uh, my, my wife. I promise. There's so yes. many other things that you were going to do because no, we valid. all have lives, dog. That's we valid. all have fucking lives. That's and valid. right now, there's nothing else to do. The one activity you're allowed to do, even the fucking CDC, as bullshit as they are, we're like, yo, you can do this. You can go outside. You can march. You can protest. There's a singular focus on this issue. The second other things start opening, right? Yo, to your point, Tiger King was enough to distract us from racism. Tiger mm-hmm. King... The second these other things start opening, you're going to give us a thing to be distracted about, Mm -hmm. especially you're going to open almost right into the playoffs. Yeah. So now are we going to watch LeBron play the fucking Celtics in the finals or are we going to go to this protest? What are we going to do? So do I think Kyrie's actions have, for the most of his career, publicly been selfish? Just publicly. I can't say what he does with his private life. Publicly, have they been selfish? Yes. Yes. So it's really hard to hear this from Kyrie and not assume selfishness, which I think right. is what you're doing, what and doing. I think it's 100% and that's right. That's the leeway I'll give Chappelle. You got leeway with me. You are in credibility. Kyrie has Where not. Where it hasn't, right? But I, the thing that flipped me was not Kyrie. It was Lou Williams. Okay. And I believe Lou, because that's a real motherfucker. Lou is the guy. There's a story that in Philly, somebody was going to carjack Lou Williams and then recognize it was Lou, and Lou just did so much in the community that he was like, no, nah, man, you're good. And you know what he did? He said, I'm, I'm going to take you to get some McDonald's, bro. Because the guy just wanted food to eat. Incredible. So it's like, 
Lou was like, we have the ability to focus on this right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Now, the NBA said, I think they're going to give $500 million if they start the season to the cause. Yeah. Uh, right now, I actually think what is more valuable than money is attention. attention. Yeah. So I really believe, and I've told this to my friends in the fucking league, and I'm like, yo, honestly, the best thing for y'all all to do is cancel this season and put all the focus on this. But before you cancel it, make sure there are specific demands that you want met. I think if they ask for a specific thing, I don't care what the fuck it is. It, you can end chokeholds, body cameras. It could be reallocate the police. But a specific thing, who owns these teams, Akash? Billionaires. When billionaires get affected by things, shit starts to change. That's true, dog. We talked about this last week. Economic sanction is the only peaceful way to make any change. Because that economic sanction is violent. Yeah. We were talking about this. We're going to do this on a piece. In a society that values money over human life, Mm -hmm. and keep in mind, George Floyd was killed over a fake $20 bill. Mm -hmm. So that's money. Mm Mm-hmm. They were willing to kill this motherfucker over a fake $20 bill. In a society that values money over human life, people do not understand acts of violence towards humans as much as they understand acts of violence towards money. That's why rioting was effective because it's coming for the money. And when you cancel the season, you come for the billionaire's pockets, the most powerful influential people. You get that shit. All of a sudden, they get wind of that and they're going to go, I'm going to lose how many hundred million dollars this year? What? Nah. That's a good point. I'm calling up my governor. I'm calling up my senator. I'm calling up the police chief. You activate those motherfuckers, you're going to get some real change. And the only way you do that is you come for their fucking pockets. And the only way you do that is you cancel the season. Or you say, we're not starting the season until we get this specific demand met. And don't have to be the end-all be-all. It has to be something. Use your leverage while you got it. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. That's the that's what I'll say. It's very rare I agree with Kyrie on anything. That's a good point. Nah, you got me. Flip me. Makes sense, Al? Yeah. And I agree with you hundred percent. Mark, I, any I holes? hope they hold out. But they can't. It's been decided already, right? So that's the thing. That's the thing about Le- LeBron. I don't think LeBron wants to hold out. And no, LeBron very, wants his legacy. He wants his ring. He wants his He's ring. He's getting old. Come on. He's got a good shot this year. And this is an interesting time where it's like LeBron has done so many amazing things. This is where Someone like, what's the fat uh, black dude that's a sellout? What's the name? Uh, Whitlock. Whitlock. This is where you criticize uh, LeBron. Not when he's fucking opening schools. Not when he's doing this amazing stuff for the community. You criticize him where it's like, we didn't hear you talk about anything with China because you didn't want to fuck up the bag, which is reasonable mm-hmm. because you can do so much with the bag. You've been so generous with your bag. And now there's a situation where there is an argument to be made that the best thing to do is use your political leverage right now with the NBA and with these billionaires to actually make change and not start the, the league so they can pad their pockets with what little time they got left. Yep. That's where some might say, yo, that's where your voice should go. If it, LeBron it, sat out the playoffs, that would put him in another <clears throat> echelon of, oh. of athlete too. That puts him in the Muhammad Ali category. That's Ali. Yeah. yeah. And that's he, the only other guy in that category that's that great and was willing to sit out for something he believed in. And who needs the money less? Who needs to like if Lou Williams is willing to go? I don't need my check this year, fam. Yeah. No, nah, but it's, it's not. I don't think it's the money. It's his body. LeBron is doing it for his because he's older and he wants yeah. a ring. Oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent. I understand that, but like he can't admit that. Yeah. Right. Like uh, he can't go. Well, I only got two more good years left. Yeah. yeah. He gotta say, 
no, we can use this money and help the communities. And he might really believe that. And there's an argument for that. Please poke holes if you see. No, I'm just wondering, is it possible that the players don't have as much leverage as we think? Like, is it possible that they're contractually obligated? Like, if they sit out, Well, David Stern has also, uh, Adam Silver's also said, like... Anybody who wants to sit out is fine to sit out. If you're not in breach of contract, sit out. He's been the most supportive. Like, I know that... Look, say what you want about Adam Silver. He's a pushover, this, that, the other. You cannot, as a player, not... You cannot think that this guy doesn't have your back, bro. Yeah. Like, he has been so fucking supportive for this. Like, even throughout this whole process, the fact that he's like, I recognize if we restart this league, we are being selfish here. We need to make a massive contribution Mm -hmm. to black lives to show that we can be selfish, but also try to push forward the agenda that you're doing. Yeah. So why doesn't he just stop the season? Because he's got an answer to the... He does a good job of... Because the commissioner works for the owners. Mm-hmm. That's what people always say about Goodell. You guys misunderstand. Goodell doesn't work for the players. He works for the owners. Yeah. Silver does a good job of working for the players and still keeping the players, working for the owners and still keeping the players' interest in mind. Mm. So he will work for the owners. Hey, let's do this season. We'll make a lot of money. Players, if you're not in breach of contract and you need to sit out, you feel like you want to sit out, go ahead. And if LeBron sat out, just LeBron, the season might not happen and that would be massive. Patrick Beverly said that shit. He's like, if LeBron want to play, we play. And I clowned him for that. I was like, of course, if LeBron want to play, we play. That's how this shit works. Mm-hmm. If Schultz wants to change the time of the podcast, that's what the fuck we're going to do. If Charlamagne wants to change it on him, that's what the fuck you going to do. 100%. That's the world. That's but what we do. Yep. that's a good point that if LeBron says we're going to sit, shit could change. Hmm. And I think it's, and don't sit without getting something out of sitting. Yes. Yes. You know, it's like you go, listen, we are not playing unless fuck this bubble shit in Orlando. Fuck the COVID this and the Corona that and got to swab everybody every day. Fuck all that. Don't sit unless a demand is met. What is a specific demand that you can actually change? Make it. Yeah. Um, what's up? No, I'm just wondering, is there a situation where the owners can be like, no, like we can't affect police reform? Yeah, they can. And they're like, "What? Well, like you're sitting out, you're you're disrupting the league, you're affecting Americans, like, but what can us as owners do? Use you know? your political leverage. You put money in every one of these politicians. You're a millionaire, pockets. you got political leverage. Right. Every single election you are putting money in every candidate's pocket. And you do that so that you use it. Now it's time to use it. Exact change. So I'll be honest, and I don't know the most of it, so I'm just going to talk about it like I regularly do, but like <laughs> they 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 got rid of undercover cops, or at least they're saying they're getting rid of undercover yeah, cops. Yeah, I thought you might be able to. Ooh, to I, have, do I have not heard. So they about this. they just the released toward the bottom that they're getting rid of the undercover cop unit, and then it made me start thinking, the fuck do we have undercover cops for? Someone make the argument for undercover cops be- because you have a better chance of infiltrating and noticing crime as opposed to. Yeah, it ain't your job. Are you talking the anti-crime unit? Yeah, yeah. They call it that. Uh so, See, I thought you might know. But let's break this down. Like, why did we ever have undercover cops? Like, that, to me, is the legal closest thing to entrapment. You know what entrapment is, yes. right? It's like where you kind of manipulate someone into breaking the law. Yeah. Right? Uh, give me a good example of entrapment. Uh, I try to sell you drugs, and then you buy them, and then I get... And I clip you like for you buying no the drugs. First, I'm like, no, 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 just get it. Okay, just you, come on. Just. Yeah, you leave a car with the keys in it. Yeah. And I used to work. Oh, that's right. They would do that. They leave cars and the keys with the keys in it in the fucking hood. And when the motherfucker take the hood, the car, they're like, oh, you stole a car. So I used to work in the courts. I would say 
80% of the drug cases that were brought up, they're called buy and bust, which is an undercover cop goes, tries to buy drugs. The moment they sell, the moment the money's exchanged for the drugs, boom, four other guys come rushing in and arrest that person. Like almost 80% of the drug cases were buy and bust cases. Mm. And that was undercover cops. So it's like, if that's how they're getting drug deals off the streets, how else can you do it? I think I think their way, what they're talking about is not um, just the random person who acts as an undercover for a drug deal. I think the undercovers that you see walking around with the sweatbands on their arm, that's how you could tell if it's an undercover. They got the sweatband on their arm and the sweatband changes colors every day and that's how there's no f- friendly fire. Mm. So it's like sometimes you see an orange sweatband. You see a dude in a regular ass cargo fucking pant outfit, the same like police sneakers and like the Yankee fitted, but they always have a sweatband on one arm. Yeah, I've heard that. And if you see that, that's how you know it. Now, I think those dudes who are just walking around, you know the dude who would stand by the turnstile? Yeah. Waiting to give you a ticket for jumping his turnstile? Yeah. And it's just like, wear the fucking outfit. <laughs> like, why, why, why are you not wearing the outfit? Wear the outfit. Yeah, because if you wear the outfit, then they won't do the crime right in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. So the crime is still stopped. But now, someone who might need you and need your help at least sees you and they can go to you. So you uh, deter, right? So you, in a way, you could deter less crime. And now it just feels like we're being watched every second. You know, like we all hate those cameras, right? Those cameras yeah. that like give you a ticket for speeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we hate them because you're just being, we're being watched the whole fucking time. You create a police state like that. Yeah. That's some low key. Now, listen, they're, please the look up what the arguments are. To eliminate crime, it is to arrest people. If you're, yeah. That's what it seems like if you're doing the, the anti crime. Mm-hmm. Yo, the, the job is to protect us. The actual anti crime arrest is, us. The actual anti crime is a guy in a police uniform. That's anti-crime. There's no crime happening when you see a police uniform. Yeah. This is just, you do the crime and then we arrest you. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta learn more about that. Can you that look up what the point of it is, Mark? Is Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. So just piecing it together really quick, like basically, un, like covert operations were used a lot during war. Yeah. So like historically, like you send in spies to go like chill with the enemies, get right. intel, send it back. And then if you need to blow that whole shit up, you can like start killing people from the inside. So when we start the war on drugs... It's basically a, like a operation to try to infiltrate drug communities and try to like bust the people slinging drugs. Like Using it's a, a war tactic. Like it's a war. So like it starts in like the 60s when like, well, I mean, it's existed prior to that. It existed like in London with like uh, all like that. What is it? The MS5 or whatever. What's the British? Uh, MI6. MI6, yeah. Like, so it started there, but like basically it's a war tactic kind of used during the war on drugs and like to try to like get criminals out of crime ridden communities. Hmm. Why are you using war tactics against your own people? They call it a war on drugs, war on poverty, all it's that not. shit. I'm telling you, these practices is fucked up. Here's the thing. I get very Gassing concerned. your own people and you don't even gas fucking war criminals. Yeah, I get very concerned when America, like America's not good at finishing wars, right? Like we've been in war constantly for like the last, what, 20 years, 30 years? Yeah. Right? I don't want a war on drugs. To me, a war on drugs is, oh, that's going on forever. Hmm. I don't want a war mm-hmm. on drugs from, a, from an American standpoint. I want some shit that we finish. What's something that Americans do and then it's done? Yeah. You know, the war on poverty. I don't like this idea of war. How do you kill poverty? Like, stop using that terminology. It doesn't even make sense. I think that undercover shit is low-key absurd, bro. Like, I think it should be illegal that police officers are walking around not looking like police officers. Of course, we're going to do a little fucked up. Of course, we're going to jaywalk. Like, this is part of life. We don't want to live in like some 
what is it like Russian police state where like you have to be worried about your neighbor snitching on you mm. every second? Nah, bro. I mean, not to mention like the war on drugs is effectively just like a war on poor people. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. it's poor people. Like, and that was going to be my question about the anti-crime unit. Do they tend to go to poor areas? Do they tend to be in poor black areas, poor Latino areas? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They go to the areas so where there's poor, like poor people because poor people are committing crime. And in America, poor people are typically black. Like it's the poor communities that are black. So it's basically a war on black people. I more mean, or less. and then yeah, not to mention there's out, the CIA involvement in like trafficking drugs into. Black That's community. another thing. It's like, how dare you put drugs into the community and then say there's a war on drugs? Well, that's the move. Don't get me started so on all this been, shit. We've don't been get me saying all this shit for so long. Don't man, get me started on all this shit. And that shit is declassified too. It's not even a conspiracy. Yeah. If you look up like CIA Contra cocaine trafficking, yeah, like they were just like in it, it, at least uh, implicitly involved in like bringing drugs into the poor community. And, and my my uh, girl's argument, family uh, friend was one of the dudes who flew the plane. Really? Wow. <laughs> he was one of the dudes who flew the plane, and he carried around every day of his life a, a life a note from the president or it was like from the cia that gave him permission for what he did oh that's dope and one time he got picked up by the police and he got sent to jail and for the you were trafficking drugs this that the other he just said call the lawyer the lawyer came in and he said do you have the note and hand that motherfucker the note is this the tom cruise movie Nah, different guy <laughs> tom cruise's uh movie was something uh, that's what i thought at first yeah. i was like yo you know tom cruise yeah. this dude's still alive <laughs> yeah. But because um, I mean, Tom Cruise that got got right, I think he got murked. I, I think he was doing it through like in Ohio or some shit like yeah. that. Uh, gives him the note. Um, they go to him. Is this the only copy, by the way? Mm. Mm. He goes, "No, plenty of copies." Mm. They let him walk. Mm. Still out today. Wow. So that shit was real. And this is what, why they did it. Because you go to Nicaragua, because there's that obviously that conflict right there. It was like the Contras and the Sandinistas, right? Yeah. Now you're like, all right, here's some guns. But we need payment for guns. Well, Nicaragua ain't got no money. So uh, what you going to pay us in? Uh, what you going to pay us in? Yeah. Cocaine. Drugs, right? Now I got drugs. Fuck do I do with the drugs? Yep. I got to sell it somewhere, right? Yeah. That was actually, I saw the 13th or the 13th of every yeah, yeah. That was my one critique is they didn't mention that. That's a declassified thing that they, the whole point is they're locking up black people because that's essentially free labor, yeah. slave labor. And why wouldn't you mention they also pump the drugs into the black community and then threaten more harshly for crack than they do cocaine? Huh. Like, why wouldn't you why would you neglect? That's a declassified file. I had heard that 10, 15 years ago. Why wouldn't you put that in the doc? Because my only like, that's weird. And I don't think it's a bad. I think it's a good documentary. Everybody should watch it. But I was like, that would have really hammered the point home. Right. Anyway. Yeah, what do you think would be the government's incentive to try to disrupt black communities? Like just to keep poor people down, you think, or like to try to use race as a way to like get people to fight? Like that was also what I was because nah, it just seemed think, like and then like I don't think it's racist just, practices and them not caring about black people. You think they targeted black people specifically? Yeah, because they're like racist. Less people I think care they, about black people. I think they might have thought the lives they are the can most get away with it. I think there's a lot of different things going on. Right? There's like. An expand. There's so many different layers to it. One is an expanding police budget that needs to be justified, and mm -hmm. you justify that with arrests. 
And what are the easiest arrests that you're going to get? You're going to go into poor neighborhoods where these people, one, are not going to be able to fight the crimes like a rich person would, mm-hmm. right? And two, where they're going to be involved in more illegal activity because they're going to be doing more illegal things to make ends meet. It's just the reality of the matter. You might fucking steal cable. None of my rich friends stole cable. Yeah. My poor friends would find a little black box and hook some shit up, do yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that was the shit. That was the shit yeah. back in the day. So, yeah. So I think, but I think there's a bunch of different fucking things, you know? Um. Yeah, you know, I think that's just like one facet of it. Of course, yeah, you could have the poor people fighting, and we were talking about this yesterday. But like, you could create that kind of like a class dynamic. You could like control the lower class by having them bicker amongst themselves. Yeah, I mean, who are the most racist people, right? Yeah, poor people. Poor people, right? And of course, because they've been kind of fed that information to justify it. Mm. So you have them fight amongst themselves because God forbid they come together, right? Mm-hmm. They come together. That's a powerful amount of people. You make a lot of change. Those people come together. I mean, that's what MLK was saying, right? He was going to do the poor person's march, yeah. and they got him the fuck out of here. Yep. Second, he was like, yo, we got to help poor people. Second, Martin Luther King was like, yo, we got to help poor people. They were like, what? Yeah, when it wasn't You got a nightmare. Was it, yeah. You ain't got no <laughs> dreams. <laughs> when it wasn't just about black people, it's like, no, 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 it's poor people. And Vietnam, too. Fight. Yeah. He's, he was like vehemently opposed to Vietnam, yeah. and they fucking murdered Adios. So yeah, there's certain agendas. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought in terms of that, I thought like again, based on what I saw on 13th, it was just like there's that little thing, no slavery unless, of course, there's criminals or whatever. I think they were just thinking like, all right, well, we need slaves. These are already people that we kind of look at like that. Like, let's if we're gonna have slaves, that's yeah. the easiest. That's the easiest person to compartmentalize is like a group of people I've already done that to. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Ooh, heavy episode today, boys. Yeah. Uh, All right, we're going to stop, and uh, I got to shout out the number one CBD brand mm. in the motherfucking world. Obviously, the number one CBD brand of the asshole army. What is it, Akash? Radix Remedies. Radix Remedies, okay. Here's the joints that they sell. They sell everything, okay? They got the creams. They got the sprays. They got this neuro, neuro root thing that like increase, increases concentration. I need it. Obviously, I can't even fucking pronounce words, <laughs> but uh, increases concentration, um, cognitive ability. I mean, it's really brilliant. Uh, and uh, But listen, if you just want to smoke some CBD, this is what I like. I like the fact they roll up the joints because I'm very sensitive to weed. So if I smoke that weed, yeah, I'm going to get that like calm, relaxing thing. But the next day I'll be depressed. I can smoke these. I can do them casually. We can light it up, watch a movie with my I'm girl. I'm taking one home tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Also, when you need to go to sleep later that night. CBD, melatonin, take that shit. Careful with the melatonin, bro. But real talk, if you guys are having trouble sleeping, gut that shit, the melatonin, the gummies. Um, Honestly, tons of products. Radix fucks with us heavy, man. It's one of the brands that we're partnering with. We want to have a long relationship with them. So if you fuck with us and you fuck with CBD, then you fuck with Radix. Simple as that, okay? Go to RadixRemedies.com, okay? You can use our promo code FLAGRANT and you're going to get 10% off your order. They have uh, cool monthly subscription boxes. They got the pre-roll subscription box. You get the five uh, one-gram joints and um, they're with the flower, like I just showed you, $40.39.99 a month. Uh, premium CBD flower, different joint in each one. You could find the ones that you actually like, and you could pick those of eventually. I'd say go for it. They have tons of different options. Make sure you use the promo code FLAGRANT. You get 10% off order. Go check out the stuff they got there. If you fuck with CBD at all, go check it out right now. Let's get back to the show. Now, let's let's focus here. Everybody focus here. Let's be honest. I want everybody listening at home. I want y'all to be honest. I want everybody to be honest right now. Be honest. I'm not talking about that at all. Okay. I want everybody to be honest. Okay. Given your safety would be intact, 
and nobody would see you there, would you go to the Trump rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Akash says yes. Remember, nobody would know that you were there. Your safety was intact. Yes. Just to experience it. I just need to know what's going on in there. Boom. Yes. Boom. Yeah, I would want to go see and experience any historical event that's like important. Like, regardless of how good or bad it is. But why is this an important historical event? You haven't gone to Bro, one because because what, it's, Trump getting elected with history. It's Trump and, no, like, We're talking about one specific. Well, this news. one specifically because all the stuff around it, with like Juneteenth, Tulsa, Oklahoma, all that shit. I, I mean, this is, I agree with you. He yeah. moved the date because he's pussy. Right. Keep going. But, like, I would go to I think that was the intention the whole time. I think he used that as a way to get buzz for it. And then jump the next day out. So that shit is pussy. Keep the. I I give it up to their marketing. I think their marketing is on point. And also, I think it's like, it's really funny the way people reacted to the Juneteenth thing Mm -hmm. because, like, if he was somebody, if he was a politician that you thought was really like respectful of black people and like cared about black people, doing on Juneteenth, you'd be like, yo, how woke is he? He's doing it on the day slavery ended. He's going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, no, I know. So it's like, he's doing it in this place, you know, where black Wall Street was burned down. Like this guy is for us. But the fact that everybody's like, he's racist, it looks as like it's an antagonistic act. Does that make sense? So you put whatever your views of Trump are onto the situation instead of just going, this is what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like if Obama did it? You'd be like, yo, he's the wokest, blackest dude ever. He would do this. This is our president. But since Trump does it, it's like, he hates us, yet it's the exact same action. Yeah. So then why would he move the date? But no, but of course you... If, if his intentions are good, then don't move the date. Yo, me, it is true. Me. He was like, yo, I didn't know, but there was this thing called Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing did happen in Tulsa. Like, he knew, and he was trying to rile up his base. I think that's what it was. I think that it was used. I bet you they rented the shit for both days. I don't think his intention was completely coincidental. Let's go to Tulsa on Juneteenth. I think he wanted to rebuild Black Wall Street. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's his goal. Make Black Wall Street great again. Real talk. Not build the walls, bro. Build the wall. He loves walls, bro. Nah, but I would go and also go to Biden's situation because it's like the same way i look at yeah, news you gotta go to i'll both. watch Sorry. cnn for a little bit and then i'll watch fox news Simon, just what so if I you go to what if, what alex, if when you go to both alex said this to me yesterday he goes he goes yo he goes he goes because no i'm basically i'm saying this i'm like yo i want to go to i, w- I was like yo i want to go to i want to witness it i think it'd be cool to witness it yeah. you know uh he goes yo but we got to go to we got to go to biden's too or would you go to biden's too are you interested in going to biden's too and i go Nothing would make me happier <laughs> than to listen to that old man babble <laughs> in front of 20,000 people. And when I say that, I'm describing both of them. Yeah. But Biden's going to say crazy shit and Trump is going to say crazy shit. I absolutely would love to go experience both of them. It is an interesting thing. You'd have to make sure your safety was on point. Because oh, what if he riles Me in particular, up? Al in particular. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, man. Um you guys let us know. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. This episode is all over the place. It's wild. Alex is going to do some surgery to put this yes. thing together. Sorry um, for it being late. It's yeah, we're not sorry my for it fault. being late. Um, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank you guys so much, dude. We'll see you guys this Friday on Patreon, obviously. Uh, Patreon.com slash flagrant2. Come join. We're almost at 10,000 over Let's there. Go. It is crazy to growth, man. We come in for these motherfuckers, those spots ahead of us. We're coming for top five spot, man. We're going to come for top spot five, then we're going to go top one. I really want to... 
I really want that Patreon to just be the most mad. If it was up to me, there'd be all of you guys that listen to this episode regularly would also be on a Patreon. Mm. Let's create that fucking army and just move, move uh, culture with it, man. Like move ideas out there and just and just keep fucking shit up like we have been. It's uh, something we're really proud of, man. So, so yo, go check that out. We love you. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you uh, if not Friday next Tuesday. Peace. God bless.